The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. The following program may contain music with language or themes which some might consider offensive. We advise discretion. And now, coming to you from the pulsating heart of urban Invercargill, come in, pull up a comfy chair, kick your shoes off, and put these on. TNN, the new normal, are proud to welcome you in to the Fluffy Slipper Lounge. Tēnā koutou katoa. Welcome into the Fluffy Slipper Lounge. We are TNN, the new normal, Darren and Linda Ludlow. Kia ora. This is episode 186 for the 10th of February. Hope you've had uh, an enjoyable broken week with the uh, the one day of work and then the day off on Tuesday and then another couple of days work and now we're back into the day off. It's just a busy old time, particularly at this time of the year in this part of the world. Yeah. Everybody, you know, it's it's the alleged summer month. Uh, yeah, <laughs> still waiting. Um, and everybody crams their events in. And there's a lot of things going on. Uh, and the place is buzzing. Um, obviously, this weekend and, and this week is is the Burt Munro Challenge. Um, and it's great because the, the town just rumbles for a week and a half with motorbikes riding around. Uh, there's some really cool bikes. There's a lot of cool visitors in town. Uh, and it's it's a, a pleasure to have them here year after year. Yeah, I was just thinking um, earlier that I or it almost passed me by. I must have just been, um, you know, busy or not in the right place because I hadn't heard or seen many bikes or people about until um, coming in to the studio today. Yes. Um, and and then that familiar rumble was back, and it's good. And the... People hanging around, the smell of bacon. Yes, because the, the city <laughs> smells of bacon, and the, and the footpaths are cluttered in motorbikes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, welcome. Yep. Uh, one of the things that we do, it's a, it's a really cool idea, is just say to them, hey, park on the footpath. Yeah. It's free. Um, and so they do. And it's just this massive lineup. I remember one time several years ago, we took Ludlow the youngest for a walk, <laughs> just up past the lights. Yeah. It's getting a candy store sort of thing going on. Uh, bit of a change this year in in that the street races that they have on a Sunday used to be in Hwindam. Uh Last few years, they've been over in the um, uh, Bill Richardson Drive area. Uh, but no, this, this, they're not doing the street races now. They're doing um, the superbike racing on Sunday, but the part of the national championship uh, at Teratonga. So there's two days at Teratonga, one day with all the classic bikes, and then the next day with all the supery dupery, super fasty things. Yes. Featuring, of course, a young Cormac Buchanan. Uh, yes. No and, pressure. And our other friend, Luca. Yes, he'll Luke be Durning. back. Now. Has he? Um, He's here. Has he been in touch with Ludlow yeah, the youngest? Yeah, that's where he was the other day. Oh, that's right. No, he yeah. went out to see him the other night. So yeah, yeah he's, um, they've had a good old catch up, I think. Uh, more so than we have with Ludlow the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> I've hardly seen him. Been more of our son than we have. There's a lot of grey hair walking around town, and I suddenly feel slim. Uh, <laughs> which will go away when the bike uh, is. Try and get your leg over a motorbike. So no, <laughs> my legs are too short. Oh yeah, and also me. There was that conversation we had with the partner of one of your friends who talked about the uh, the peril of the middle aged man who hasn't been on a bike for a long time um, and how their balance is no longer what they thought it was. And I thought, well, that'll be me. Because <laughs> uh, every now and then, yeah, when true. each year when the bikes would be rumbling, I'd be looking longingly at them, and you just look at me and go, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy just underlined it, put it in italics and added an exclamation mark, don't. Uh, and that's fine. I'm actually, I'm happy going around looking at everybody's bikes, enjoying the people. Yeah, um, well, it is a bit, of a, it's a bit of a, you know, an undertaking, isn't it? Mm. It's not just popping the car and scoot to the shop. It's the, There's the get the gear on put stuff. Put the gear on, it's put the helmet on, it's the mess up your hair or rearrange your hair, it's all of that stuff. So it is, you know. More than anything? It's more of a commitment. <laughs> it's the drivers of cars who don't look. 
for me. Yeah. Uh, and I had so many close calls in one incident. Yeah. I knew if you watch any of those, <laughs> which we have done lots of, um, you know, medical reality TV program things. From, and the police ones. And the police ones. And but the, mostly the medical, ambulance ones. Mostly and... the medical ones. The, you know, there's nearly always somebody who's been in a motorbike accident mm. um, <laughs> being brought in with various... Um, bits, or push bikes. Bits missing or bits bleeding or or whatever. So um, Something about bikes, though, brings bad weather to town. Well, it's funny you say that, actually, because I, I was at a meeting um, during the week and uh, a friend who, who you might guess who it is, I'm not sure, um, was talking about manifesting, you know, outcomes. Uh, and she was she was saying that, you know, we all expect the weather to be bad for the Burtman race, so we're kind of manifesting that into the universe, and so there we get the bad weather for Seriously? Yes. Do we look like God? Yes. So, um, no, no, she's, you know, I don't dismiss it out of hand completely. But um, we've got a 50% but chance we, of being right. We might need to be more positive about um, what we're expecting. That's true. So, next year we will be positive the weather will be shitty. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's not what you're saying, though, is no, it? No, it's not. What I'm uh, it is absolutely a pleasure to have the, uh, the Burtman Rowers. <laughs> Sounds like a completely different sport altogether. Yes, yeah, sounds like sport. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you're planning on heading to Ariti Beach on Sunday, don't. Uh, traffic will be appalling because you'll have everybody going out to Tiratonga and the radio's on, which and the radio oh. is right opposite the Burt Munro camping ground. Right. For it at Ariti Park. So there'll be... Oh, Cars yeah. for Africa be and bikes for Africa. No, just be patient if you do go. Just don't, don't get your knickers in a twist if there's lots of traffic. The ocean will still be there. Well, and... We'll go to Bluff. Well, or it's far out. <laughs> You're not in the middle of LA trying to get to friggin', I don't know, some sport thing. And actually, they don't have trouble because they plan their places properly. <laughs> yeah. And look, to be fair, going to and coming from, uh, what is it now, Apollo Project Stadium uh, for food, um, the traffic was dense, uh, but it was fine. We were expecting it, and no one was in in a hurry to get out. It wasn't stagnant. We just, there was only a few moments before, you know, when we were leaving that we actually weren't moving. The rest of the time, we just tootled along. Um, Nah. Don't get your knickers in a twist about that stuff. Good grief. Love the song you've selected to start today's show. Oh, do you now? It's, uh, I don't remember it particularly, but I listened to it uh, yesterday. It's new, that's why. Oh, that was, <laughs> that'll do it. Yes, that could Good, be I don't why. feel quite so bad now. <laughs> yes. Less old. Yes. Uh, very groovy. That's quite groovy. It's just came through on one of those new release kind of things uh, that I get from Warner Music, actually. I think I've. Oh, so it's probably been across my desk then. Whoops. Follow them. Sorry, from, Georgia. <laughs> follow them f- on something. Um, and for some reason, I'd actually bothered to listen to this one properly. Um, yeah, so the Black Keys, who have been around for a while, actually, haven't they? Um, I know, from, the last 20 years are a blur. They're from Akron, Ohio. Ah, that I did not know. Uh, on the banks of the Ohio. Yes, we haven't played that yet. I've had it, I've had it in mind several times. <gasps> um, but I figured that would be your reaction. Um, just a couple of blokes from Ohio. Uh, I think they were around in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Really? Or late 90s, I would oh, say. I only became aware oh, of them in the 2000s. Sorry, 2000. What, oh, something, something that they did. It, it was earlier than, it must be late 90s. Uh, one of them, anyway. Um, so yeah, early two thousands. Uh, but this is their new release, and it's quite funky. It's not too long, uh, and it's about beautiful people.
We are TNN, the new normal. This is the Fluffy Slipper Lounge, a podcast and broadcast that comes to you through Radio Southland. Those are the Black Keys and their latest single, Beautiful People. I really like it. It's got a great 70s vibe. The horns, the bass. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a fabulous song. I'd be very surprised yeah. if that didn't go on to become a big hit. True that. It feels like it's like been around forever. Yeah. It, has a, it does have that very familiar yeah. groove. Yeah. There's only two of them. Um, very easy to dance to, just saying. Yes. Speaking of which, yes. you had a good boogie on Tuesday. Uh, yes. Uh, so this week uh, on Waitangi Day, uh, thank you Tom Tutahiane from Radio Southland for coming to me this time last year and saying, you know, there was nothing going on on Waitangi Day. We should organise something. And I went, okay, write me a proposal. Yeah. Two days and later. He proposed to you. <laughs> two days later, he proposed to me. Uh, and a year later, um, with a lot of support from community funders um, and a lot of effort from Thomas, uh, it happened. The only uh, downer was obviously that it rained, uh, and it didn't just rain. It, it was lot. it was steady, but it wasn't cold. No, and it, it wasn't, wasn't windy, and, and it, it was, wasn't coming in sideways. It was so. just coming straight down, pretty yep. much. Uh, which you couldn't control, and we weren't the only place in New Zealand where that was happening. And it was a shame that the day was book bookended, you know, the day before, the day after were both lovely. But everyone still seemed to have a good time. Um, my guesstimation is we were probably turning over around about 5,000 people in Esk Street for it. Apparently there was sheer pandemonium in the Invercargill Central Mall uh, and Tay Street with people looking for parks. Uh, people not knowing how to park in a mall, and then uh, the elevators <laughs> got overused and a bit tired, and there were people crowding the stairway, getting in and out. Um, but that's great, you know, that they came. Um, the thing that pleases me the most is, personally, I am very uncomfortable with some of the conversations that have been going on in our community, fueled by some of the parties in central government around our relationships with Ewe. You're entitled to your opinion, this is mine. Um, I don't mean you. Uh, but on the day, uh, a very mixed crowd really appreciated the cultural performances that were going on. And so there are people who value it. It would have been good if one of the bands had stopped tuning up during one of them. <laughs> they did when you asked. Yes. Um, 
But, you know, we had craft stalls, uh, we had food vendors, we had great artists, Simon Thompson and The Shot, which was Triple Shot plus Holly on Keys. Uh, and it was the first time that Simon had performed, because they all had to perform original music, had performed some of his original songs with the band, and man, was he nervous. Uh, yeah, and they were good, though. They, they, went, they went down really well. They are very good songs. And um, Chris Chilton did a couple of his as well. Uh, it was nice hearing them with, with some keys. I thought I added it in a nice uh, female voice in, in the background as well. And then we had Rhythmonics, big band, and, you know, with a great horn section as well. Trumpet, saxophone, and trombone. Um, digital flavorings in there with synth uh, and a great sort of reggae vibe and Salem wrapping it out the front. Um, and finished with left or right, my Gosh, they are good. Yeah, they are, they aren't are they? so good. Uh, I described um, their sound to a couple of people, including two of the boys from the from the trio, uh, as being uh, like living colour with a scar beat. Um, fat chords, they're so tight. It is. We play a lot of them on the station, and I, I, I'm so used to, to hearing them. And they've uh, been doing it for a while. What, 20 years, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. at least. Yeah. 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 So how did you first meet them? Because you've known the boys for a while. Oh, um, Stephen's actually a friend of my nephew's, so um, that goes way back to probably primary school, actually, but I um, had a bit to do with them because uh, they won... Uh, I can't remember. They uh, Rock Quest back in the day mm. used to offer a mentorship to um, each regional winner, I think. Uh, and actually, Stephen and um, what's his name? Callum. Callum. Um, were the mentors for one of the Hargis bands that won some won the regional or something. Um, so I connected back up with them when they came to do that work with the the students. Um, so so that was very cool, actually. Um, had a good chance to see them working with others. And um, they'd be very good in that role too, because yeah, well, they're very Steve's, gentle people. Steve's a teacher, actually. Is he? Yeah, he, he has, <laughs> really? He has that uh, quality right. and qualification. Uh yeah, so so that was very cool, uh, and they've, I think they must have been involved with some of that Rock Quest stuff right the way through for a number of years. Um, so yeah, it was good nice to catch up with him and have a, got a hug and caught up on the gossip and all that stuff. So, but you weren't alone. You're out there dancing in the rain with a few others. Yeah, um, yeah. people and others who Tracy didn't want John, to be in the rain, uh, standing undercover, having a bit of a having a boogie. Uh, it was it was a it was really nice. Yeah, it was very, very cold, actually. It was just no drama. Um, uh, the the community groups that performed were uh, really engaging and re- exceptional, actually. Um, the, uh, the Kapahaka group from... Uh, which one were they? Uh, the new mm, one. No, oh, no, gosh. no uh, Yes. Um, they were really good, and it was nice to see some familiar faces in there too. So, big group too. Yeah, big group. Um, and it ran like clockwork, Thomas. So um, well done because, I, you know, as an event organiser, I know how stressful that can be. Um, but everybody, you And know, he was stressed. Yes, he was. Um, I know um, everybody um, seemed to be clear on the instructions, and um, everybody did... Kept to time pretty much, and uh, the only thing you couldn't control was the rain, and that really didn't matter. So, uh, well done, Thomas, and, and the rest of the team at the station. Great idea. Looking forward to next year's. Well, yeah, we had a breakfast Friday morning to uh, debrief and and think, um, and I had to say, everybody was very keen to, to make a decision. I said, no, we're still in the honeymoon period. There's still that pleasant afterglow. Wait a couple of weeks. And then we'll sit down and have a conversation again about whether or not there are, there are some things that we would do differently as as event organisers, but for yep. the day, and there should always be actually. Yep, uh, <laughs> and you know it may well be a foregone conclusion, but there was a, a reasonably substantial discussion around now. If if we were going to do it again, who would we have as the entertainment? Blah, 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 blah. And an interesting uh, array of names started coming out. Great. Hmm. Uh, it is good that we are spoilt for for choice. I think we started uh, at a very pointy end with three great acts. 
Uh, so, you know, how do you follow that? It's it's an interesting yeah. challenge, and I'll share with you off here <laughs> the, the answers. Oh, good. I've got some thoughts too. But anyway, um, I must also say, actually, that a good number of people, um, including Stephen and Left or Right, um, commented on Esk Street mm. uh, and the fact that we could stand, you know, at, at the D Street end and... And look up the street, um, and it was looking really amazing. Uh, it had people, and it had, you know, food stalls, and it was all looking very smart and um, user-friendly and all that stuff. So uh, despite all the angst that we've been through about Esk Street, uh, it was looking pretty pretty good and was really suitable, actually, for, the, for yep. that kind of event. So um, You don't have to have it closed off the traffic all the time, but it is very easy to close off when it's appropriate. Yeah, um, and, you know... I guess we could give the shitty council a pat on the back. I would... I'd uh, like some more rubbish tins, though, Russell, please. Uh, in Esk Street period. Uh, great. We had waste management donate um, donate oh, well done. everything that oh, they really? did for us on the oh. day, which was dropping off all those bins, yeah. collecting them and emptying them. Um, nice. They were, they were just that keen to, to see it happen. Great. Uh, that was a, a huge donation, so that's... Um, like to acknowledge that one, um, but yeah, I, I was disappointed on Monday night. I was walking back to my car from a meeting at the city council, and I saw the rubbish bins were full. I thought, "Geez, I hope somebody comes and empties those overnight," but they didn't. Mm. Uh, so fortunate, and it was interesting that anyway. you sit the you sit the uh, wheelie bins that we had for the day right next to the rubbish bins, and people are still sticking <laughs> stuff in the rubbish bins, <laughs> which Tom was going around and and tipping them into the wheelie bins and blah 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 blah. Um, so since we spent all that time talking about uh, Waitangi esque fest uh, with a, a, an accidental um, emphasis on left or right, not to put them above rhythmonics or Simon Thompson in the shot. But I've got a left or right song to play, uh, which is also the one why we had the advisory notice about lyrics beforehand, because there's an F-bomb in it, uh, so you can either listen out for it and go, or just go, it's a great song. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like listening to that. The Rock. Yeah. Um, this is Left or Right and uh, Gary's Nuggety Neighbour.
This is the Fluffy Slipper Lounge. Radio Southland 96.4 FM online at radiosouthland.org.nz podcasting through accessmedia.nz Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts or you get it first 8 o'clock on a Friday night on our Facebook page. Why not get in ahead of the crowd? Who likes queuing? That's Left or Right and Gary's Nuggety Neighbour. Left or Right, one of the acts that performed at Waitangi Esk Fest during the week. Uh, three great local performers. Um, left or Right not here, excuse me, two-thirds of them not here now, um, but they still they originate from here, and the music was original. <laughs> now, on the subject of original music, um, it would be fair to say that we have played a lot, polite Kiwi understatement, of Hudaki. Yes. Across the uh, the duration of this show. And we now own the T-shirts. Yes, we have the merch. After... S- subtly, <laughs> or Jago, <laughs> mentioning it w- once or twice. Again, polite Kiwi Every understatement. Week. <laughs> uh, he got around to getting some t-shirts and contact us. Says you guys want uh, want to order? T-? Yep, <laughs> yep. And so we are hudakied and a very nice blue. Yes, they are very very nice t-shirts. Actually, yes. fine quality. They are. Uh, they shall wash well. Mine's getting the debut Saturday morning at the uh, relaunch of Threes and Sevens. Uh, threes and sevens or six threes and sevens um, records, uh, and I think Jago is performing by himself, so it's who instead of who Decky. Yeah, just one third. Or of it could be Deck, <laughs> or it could be E. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but thank you for the merch for for getting around to it, and get on and release that album. Uh, so that's that's enough of local entertainment, I think. Um, last weekend we. Well, on Friday night, actually, when we were coming into town to pick up our merch, uh, we thought, oh, we can kill two birds with one stone and watch the Grills and Gasoline Friday night cruise through town, which wasn't happening. Um, well, we kind of didn't, didn't read research the, properly. <laughs> I man looked at the post, um, and they were on a cruise instead. They did all swing through town, and it was great to see them that way. We, we were just coming well, out. Well, yeah, we saw some of them, but... We missed because when they came back, they all were in town. Ah, so right. we missed that. We'd gone home because it was past our bedtime by that point. Past your bedtime. Uh, yes. <laughs> and so Saturday, we popped down to, um, to, to have a look at the car show. And smaller turnout this year, to be fair. Uh, yeah, we were there quite early, but. Um but still, I don't think the numbers were the same. And I, if you hadn't mentioned it, I wouldn't have known it was on this time. Mm. So, but I haven't been on. I haven't been on Facebook much. So, um, if that's the only avenue they're using, it doesn't reach me, right? Uh, and the express never reaches our mailbox um, in time. In, t- in time, <laughs> or at reason. all, <laughs> either one or, or t'other. Yeah. Um, but I, what what I love about the event is the, the, the actual mixture of of cars. There are works in progress. Um, 
There are a variety of classics. There are modern um, tuna cars. There are hot rods. Uh, Diane's knitted one. <laughs> Bless you, Diane. It was a nice Suzu Gemini or Vauxhall Gemini, which yeah, would be, yeah. you know, just no, no end of, of variety in there. And there seems to be a great uh, sort of camaraderie in amongst all these people and everybody wandering around and having a look. And we saw a few of Hugo, a lot of the youngest mates in there were parked up in their, their cars yeah. that had been lowered. Which created, I think um, one of the parents was saying that they'd had a few challenges. Getting. Yes, well, when I said, oh, how was your cruise? He said, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, car in one piece? Well, I don't know. No, I probably can't say that, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Lost a few bits off the bottom. <laughs> well, raise the, the suspension just <laughs> a not, little bit. It's so much fun. The car that picked best in show was a big sort of flame-covered, lowered, Right thing, was oh, yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Uh, super low. I mean, it was virtually on the grass, um, black with big red and yellow flames. Yeah. Uh, and, but, you know, how, how do you pack? Gee. Um. <laughs> yeah, although, because I look quite like the, <laughs> quite like the same ones that Hugo, the lot, um, <laughs> like the youngest lot. Um, you know, just kind of the ones the, that the boys have fiddled around the with. tuna them. cars. Yeah, just the kind of... Um, some of those newer ones are very cool, but also... It's interesting when they've got the bonus popped up and you look underneath and go, could you fit any more turbocharger on there? <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. Well, I don't have the technical knowledge necessarily, but um, I just... The boys have a great... And girls, actually, have, mm. have mm-hmm. a great time. And then there's the old, you know... Beer um, bellies. Yeah, and the... You know, what go the, the grey. Um, the impalas. You know, I can't go past oh, an impala without going, ooh! Built-in picnic um, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you like the... The name. Oh, yeah, I do. I just love saying Impala. <laughs> Makes <See? me> <laughs> Why? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a really good band, actually, called Tame Impala oh. that I've been meaning to play, so I might. Uh, that might be next week. We'll have to have a look around for that. Yep. Okay, so Grills and Gasoline last week, Burt Munro this week, next weekend is the Classic Speed Fest at Teratonga. Uh, and I'll be back out there doing the track commentary, apparently. Excellent. Uh, with my trusty sidekick, Felipe. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Who's, uh, he was very keen to come back. And then he oh, was hu- huffing and puffing about having to climb all the stairs uh, in the control tower. And I said, oh, there is an elevator. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we have our own plush toilet. Mm, yeah. yeah. And aircon, which I keep forgetting about. Uh, but that's, that's next weekend. And so, the best view. <laughs> well, no. You actually go up another floor to where the scrutineers watch, and they have the best view well, because yes. they can see the entire track. Yes. I have a little patch where the club rooms are in the way, and I can't quite see as the cars go through the S's. Um, first world problems, really. Mm. Uh, it is great view. And uh, it's dry. And it's dry, and it's got flush toilets, and it's handy to food vendors. It's got flush toilets. <laughs> and it's got aircon and flush toilets. Uh, yes, they're important. Uh, yeah, they are. Uh, on a long I <laughs> really don't like portaloos. No, me neither. Really, I'd yeah, rather wet my pants. Yeah, I may have, I may have done once. Yeah, rather I think than so. Um, <laughs> Although I have to say, um, you know those big event ones that are the luxury trailer things. Oh yeah, they're all right. Well, if you get in early enough. Well, yeah. The ladies' ones were not too bad. Okay, because I, I saw the queues for the ones at Foos uh, down near the gate by the merch when we were out sunning ourselves, and I thought, no, nah, just I'll let my back teeth float. I don't yeah. need to go. Well, Do you want another pretty, drink? They're pretty no. tidy, actually, the ones I've used. I didn't use those ones because I didn't need to go. Well, as I, I understand it, the men's urinal one was a... a it was like people had to shuffle along like it was a conveyor belt. <laughs> As they're weeing. Can you picture that? Yes, I can. And what if you That's get to really the, funny. What if you get to the end yeah, of the I'll conveyor, finish. but you, you haven't gotten to that final jiggle? I mean, what oh, the hell are you supposed to do? Oh, no. Because it's pretty hard to stop once you start. Yeah, well, you know? if, you've got, if you've got a stack of blokes pushing along, I guess... Goodness, <laughs> that's really I funny. heard a description during this past week, and I can't remember what <laughs> event it was about, but there was about some woman who decided that she was the, the crowd at the ladies was too long and and too slow moving. So she, she went to the men's. She went to the men's and used a croc like a she wee. <laughs> 
bat and <laughs> just oh, let it. rip. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, that's way better. That's a mental but picture that I should apologize for, yeah. but it's, oh, I did play an advisory at the beginning yeah. of the show, so I'm making the most use of that. <coughs> Each oh. week in the Fluffy Slipper Lounge, we do like to pluck, he says very carefully, a song from Mufi and play it. And I'm taking a track from a 2012 movie, uh, which is a musical called Rock of Ages. And it's the story of a, a girl from a small town who comes to Los Angeles to find fame and fortune as a singer. And there's this hardened, aging rock star uh, called Stacy Jackson. Anyway, the, the soundtrack to it is full of bangers, absolute bangers. And it had, has a star-studded cast. He says, if you can move in, in close enough. Um, oh, it's actually all written here. <laughs> in... Uh, so the ensemble cast includes Russell Brand, who I don't know if we're allowed to talk about him these days, uh, dodgy bugger, Alec Baldwin, oh, he's in a lot of trouble as well, isn't he? Uh, Paul Giamatti, no, he's okay, Catherine Zeta-Jones, uh, Mary J. Blige, who sung at our wedding, um, Brian Cranston, uh, and Tom Cruise, uh, the rock artists whose music appears... Uh, on the soundtrack, Def Leppard, Journey, Scorpions, Poison, Foreigner, Guns N' Roses, Pat Benatar, Joan Jett, Bon Jovi, Twisted Sister, Whitesnake, Ario Speedwagon, to name but a few. Now, the interesting thing is the stars who appeared in the movie singing songs were actually singing. So I've got a version of Paradise City, which you know is a Guns N' Roses track, but in the movie is sung by the character Stacey Jacks. And is sung, actually sung, by Tom Cruise.
We are TNN, the new normal, Darren and Linda Ludlow. This is the Fluffy Slipper Lounge, which comes to you via Radio Southland. That was not Guns N' Roses with Paradise City, uh, but it's taken from the movie Rock of Ages, and the singer was Tom Cruise. He's a smart bugger, isn't he? I mean, you know, if he's not flying helicopters or racing cars or jumping motorbikes off cliffs, he's just or leaping from building to building and snapping his ankle. Uh, apparently, when he turned up to have a go at the character um, and had to record the tracks, the people were going, goodness, okay, wow, you can do that. Still, though, the performance that will linger in my mind is his portrayal of Les Grossman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From Tropic Thunder. Yes, and his song at the end. Yeah, and it's like, which is by Ludacris, isn't it? Uh, yes, played um, it recently. Um, it's one of those, it gives you a bit of faith that he, he can have a laugh at himself. I'm not like yeah, so seriously. Yeah, even though he's a bit weird. Well, yeah. He's not leaping on couches these days going, hey, Oprah, I'm in love. It's, um, no, he's doing other weird stuff. Well, you know, um, I'm not judgmental, but Scientology. Uh, him and John Travolta should do a movie. Well, imagine that. That'd be weird. And now that John's comfortable with the fact that he's bald. Yes. And appears more in movies without a wig. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, he can play a villain creepily well. He now can play a man. woman creepily well as well. Oh, what was that movie that was a hot... Um, Hairspray. Hairspray. That was really good. It's a great That's, show. It's a musical, isn't it, as yeah. well? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <coughs> now, where are we? Oh, yes, sports talk. <coughs> uh, we've already mentioned the fact that Cormac Buchanan is racing this weekend at the Burt Monroe, uh, which is the penultimate round of the New Zealand Superbike Championship Super Sport 600 class. Uh, which he has, I think, actually already won. Um, and the final round at Hampton Downs, uh, first weekend in March. Um, Burt Munro Challenge have provided a lot of support for Cormac in the past as he's gone off and campaigned in Europe in both the uh, Red Bull Rookies um, and the FIM Junior GP World Championship. Uh, this year, he's only focusing on that, the FIM Junior GP World Championship, which is essentially Moto3. Uh, and must be when, does, when will he head off? Late March, early April for that? Uh, just yeah, I don't know, actually. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been kept in the loop this uh, time mm. around yet. Brendan Leach is still offshore, and they had the penultimate round in the Asian Le Mans series. He's competing in the GT class for Leap at Motorsport, which is who he normally drives for in Europe. Uh, co-driving along with Marco Mappelli and Gabriel Rendoni. Um, they had two uh, meetings in Dubai. The previous weekend they were in Dubai and uh, despite qualifying second in their class, sadly they got to the line and couldn't start the car. Oh dear. So the event did not happen for them. Uh, so last weekend was the four hours of Dubai, circuit which Brendan says is absolutely brilliant to drive. I've got it on one of my um, simulator games. It is very good. Uh, and again, they were played with uh, mechanical issues, but at least they made the start and getting some valuable experience for their first time in this championship. But that's how they term it, I think. Uh, final round race five is at the beautiful Yas Marina Circuit in Abu Dhabi uh, this weekend. So we wish him well for that. And then I think he's back off to Europe for his European campaign. Um, he obviously won't be taking part in the New Zealand Grand Prix. Uh, this year, which is next weekend at uh, Highlands. Uh, sadly, that is the same weekend as the Classic Speed Fest yeah. at Teratonga. Well done, Motorsport New Zealand, yeah, for yeah. allowing to happen what you said wouldn't. Um, Winners all round. So go and bang your head against a brick wall and make sure the same thing doesn't happen next year or you'll get a very stingy slap on the legs. Uh, congratulations to the Invercargill Youth Council. Now, they haven't met... So far this year, so their first formal meeting of the new council is Valentine's Day, coincidentally. Fun times. But they did uh, set up a summer committee for those kids who were sticking around, uh, and, and they were organising an event, which is happening today, Saturday, at Otakaro Park, uh, under the big umbrella that Russell Beck left, uh, gifted the city, and they're having an umbrella market. Now, here's how it works. 
Uh, and it's an idea that they quite openly poached from the Nelson Youth Council. Um, if you're going to be a stall holder on the day, you register and you go along with your umbrella, you turn it upside down and what you can fit in it is what you can sell. So obviously there'd be no cars or bikes or stuff like that. It depends on how big your umbrella is. Well, I guess it does. Um, so that's a first, hopefully it's not windy, um, and that's from one till four Saturday afternoon today, so you might want to pop down to Otakaro awesome. Park, and that's in between uh, Yarrow Street and Tay Street, just off Queen's Drive, or there's the other street that runs down. Dune. Dune, thank you, next to um, the Caltech service yeah. station. Uh, but good on the Youth Council for, for yeah, running on great. through. Yep. I uh, had a catch-up with a couple of them. and we're a bit of Is a it a fundraiser about. for something or are they just uh, just an activity? Just an activity. They'll yeah. donate funds yep. uh, to a charity. Um, although they might like to keep it for themselves as a, as a group because I don't think the council gives them a great budget. Ah. Yes, well, and, and I wouldn't have a problem with that at all, actually. I mean, if they need it. To Anything run. that encourages young people to have a yeah, go. And yeah, and to run things um, for the youth um, then just keep it. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think all oh, but there's only six members of the youth council returning, so it'll be a whole largely new body of yeah. people to to deal with. Uh, one of the people from youth council that I've had a bit to do with over the past couple of years, Liam Calder, who was in the um, Panto as the prince. Um, apparently, and he was one of the people that I interviewed. Apparently, he's also been selected as an advisor to parliament. Oh. On youth matters. Oh well, that's very good. Uh, so he's very. Hope he's getting some good support along the way. Yes, yes, he is. Well, he is at this end. Yes. Don't know sure. what happens when he gets to Wellington. Yes, well, that also. We, we know be. that that hasn't worked in the past yeah. always, uh, but this is a bit different to the youth MPs thing. So hopefully, because I remember we had a there was a, a boy from Hargest who was on the flag referendum panel. <coughs> can't remember his name. He was a smart young man. It wasn't Stephen, was it? Oh, I can't remember. It's so long ago. Anything that happened before the pandemic is just <laughs> its a blur for me now, I'm afraid. Um, but he was remunerated for his time, as were all of the um, the members of that referendum <coughs> panel. It went around and did all that consulting. And uh, I think it paid for his varsity. So oh, wow. uh, well, well done. Okay. Uh, I'll just give a little chance to hack a lung out. Um, so that, I'll just remind you that that umbrella market is happening at Otakaro Park uh, from 1 till 4 on Saturday afternoon. Now, our next piece of music is another of uh, your selections. It is somebody that we have seen live in the person, although not performing. No. We, we did watch to, them. We had to nip next door and do Top of the Pops. Yeah. We did watch them make a pancake. Yes, we did. And reveal that they had a piercing. In, in the package department that included a jewel from his grandmother's wedding ring. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's a mental picture there yep. that's just kind of like, wow. But he's, I mean, you wouldn't he's... wouldn't want to be beside him at the transitional urinal then, would no, you? No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't anyway, because like, he's, <clears throat> he's the same age as I am. He has abs. I have an ab. <laughs> well, you know, uh, quality, not quantity. Man has aged well. <laughs> And he's one of those people who can play all the instruments and often does uh, on his um, yeah. on his LPs. Although uh, Cindy Blackman Santana was his drummer for a while, and still plays with him on occasion, I think as well. Uh, so uh, tell me about your next selection. Well, um, on the back of the twenty-five year old songs that I started with last week, yes. <laughs> uh, this one is also twenty-five years old. No, it is. Uh, and also on the back of Grammy Week, this one won a Grammy back in 1990-something. I think it was also used um, in an ad for an airline as well. Uh, so all of those for all of those reasons, Lenny Kravitz's Fly Away, you know, is, is here for us. Um, and Lenny is very, he's very cool, actually, isn't he? he um, His daughter's not bad either, Zoe. Yeah, yeah, uh, but he has recently separated from... Somebody. Anyway, um, apparently the song, according to you know my extensive research, he'd been testing an amp that was brought to the studio, and oh, um, yes. this kind of he was just testing out the different sounds of the these particular chords set, and um, that's where the song came from. So, so thanks, Lenny. Keep on doing the doing. Um, here's Lenny Kravitz and flying away, fly away. Mm -hmm. 
Lenny Kravitz and Fly Away. And just to put some uh, context around when we talked about having seen Lenny, Lenny Kravitz, we were in the studio audience at BBC Television Centre for Jonathan Friday Night Live with Jonathan Ross, which these days is just called the Jonathan Ross Show. But remember he had a co-host. Some absolute gibbon who sat there adding no value at all. I don't remember a co-host. That's really? how, how impressive that, they were. <laughs> yeah, they made the right choice in dumping that person. Uh, song we're going to finish with today comes with a little bit of a story. So it's Simon Thompson's I Knew, which was one of the songs that uh, Simon Thompson and the shop performed at Waitangi Esk Fest uh, back on Waitangi Day. Now, the thing is, when Simon was recording this, he called me in to uh, give him some advice. Um and I was also doubling and recording an interview with him for Art Is Our Perception. Um, but Simon had an ulterior motive in, in luring me in. Ooh. And it was to meet the guy who was um, his uh, recording engineer. Oh, who was? Tom Moana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he had messaged me and said, that you, need to, you need to give this guy a job. And as we were leaving that night, I said, so are you going to apply for the, you know, I've got a job at the moment um, as a production engineer. He goes, yeah, yeah. Said, are you going to apply? Oh, is it worth it? <laughs> is it? Is it worth me applying? Which was him being modest. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd watched him deal with an issue that evening and de- dealt with it very well. So thank you, Simon. Uh, and so we're going to finish uh, this episode of the Fluffy Slipper Lounge with I Knew. Thank you so much for joining us. And we hope you can come back again next week. Yeah, kakite be dick. Oh
The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz. 